0: Welcome to the Hot Content Marketing Podcast, here to provide you with tips, tricks, inspiration, and advice on how to market your business online. If you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, this is the place for you, as I chat to each of our expert guests about what's working right now. Welcome to
1: the podcast. Hi Natalie, it's good to see you. How are you doing? Thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Yeah. Good. Keeping busy. Yeah.
0: In sunny Scotland.
1: Yes, yeah. It's been um Yeah, it is today actually. We've had a little bit of a heat wave um last week or two. A couple of rainy days, but now we're back to sunshine, so that's what I like to see. Definitely. Ready for the
0: bank holiday weekend?
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Makes life a little bit easier when it's sunny, doesn't
0: it? It really does, yeah. So, um, will you just sort of tell us a little bit about you and what you do in your wonderful business, Content Boost?
1: Sure, yeah. So, I started my business six years ago. Um, I was straight out of university, uh, 22, and I knew that I wanted to start a business since I was at school, um, but I didn't really know what it was going to be. I went on to study um, business enterprise at university in Glasgow and through various different work experiences and placements and things I had at uni I spotted this need amongst the social enterprise community for um, practical business support. And um, so that was the sort of seed of an idea for a business but obviously the the social enterprise sector and the third sector doesn't always have the budget for mm. using services like that, so I made a good guess that the small business community had a similar need and Mm. um, it turned out that it did so when I started researching that idea I discovered the wonderful world of virtual assistance which you don't really know exists until you go looking for it Mm. Um, Mm. so that's you know providing practical business support but doing it remotely from home um, or rather over the internet I happen to be at home Mm. (laughs) and So that idea really captivated me, um, you know, because being straight out of university, I liked the idea of having freedom to live anywhere in the world and take my business with me. And all I needed was a laptop really. So, yeah, 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 definitely. So I started, um, started that business um, as a virtual assistant and grew that for a couple of years and then got to the stage where I was really hitting my capacity. Um, as a solo virtual assistant. So I decided to take on a couple of self-employed virtual assistants to increase my capacity and um, was working with them for a couple of years. I did see some growth, um, but ultimately I decided that it just wasn't gonna be able to grow to the extent that I wanted. Um, Mm. And that was largely because I was offering such a wide range of services that were based all on my personal skill set and on my personal relationship with clients yeah. um, that it was very difficult to have other people try and replicate that so mm-hmm. kind of hit a bit of a brick wall went back to the drawing board um, and focused in on the services that were a the most popular and b that I enjoyed delivering the most and those were the marketing services so things like um, producing email newsletters managing social media and publishing blogs and uh, so I decided I was going to refocus the business on marketing Um, but over the course of a couple of months I realized that even that was still quite broad Um, and decided to hone in on even further on just one of those services which was the blog publishing and Mm. the reason for that was that I noticed that in providing blog publishing services, it gave two benefits for the client. One of them was saving time, um, you know, which is the main benefit of outsourcing and delegation, mm. but it also meant that I held them accountable to their blog publishing schedule. So mm. it meant that they were more consistent and by being more consistent with their blogging, it got them better results. And, uh, and that was really the, um, the, core of what my business was going to become. So I now have a blog management service which um, helps clients to harness the power of blogging to get more customers. Um, So the business is called Content Boost and we provide content strategy, content coaching and as I say blog management. So the idea is to try and make blogging an easy and efficient process for customers and one which actually gets them results so Mm. that's the journey (laughs) to where I am now it's a bit of a long-winded story but I think the the virtual assistant background plays quite a big role in you know the way that I run the business
0: and yeah no it's always fascinating to hear people's um Journey to get to where they are, yeah and there's, there's always a good story behind it, but um I think you know you said that content boost is helping sort of the blog um, publishing and promotion uh, service become easier and more efficient, and people really struggle with that, don't they businesses mm-hmm. really struggle with that um, they they know that it's important because you know we all sort of are aware of how important it is, but actually you know making it happen is um quite a different thing isn't it yeah what what do you think stands in the way for for most businesses and people what actually stops them having the sort of feeling that they really need to do it then to, to making it happen
1: yeah i mean it's definitely um a big challenge especially for solopreneurs, solo mm. entrepreneurs um because when you're your own boss then you've got to spin a lot of plates and some of those plates, you know, take greater priority and other ones take greater urgency than some of the other ones. Um, and I think quite often the ones that get prioritized are the ones where the impact clients directly mm. and the ones that, um, that yeah have, the, have some sort of urgency about them, have a deadline or um, there's somebody else providing uh, a certain level of accountability so mm. I think the challenge with producing content of any type you know whether it's blogs or anything else is that um, there's nobody else really holding you accountable <laughs> to it mm. um, and sometimes even the things that you know are important um, if they're not urgent and there's nobody else checking up that you're actually doing them then you you know, they can slip down the to-do list and Definitely. you end up, you know, weeks later, realising that you've just never got around to it because um, you feel like nobody's watching, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Do you think there's also an element of, um, particularly, as you say, for solopreneurs, there is going to be more urgency to get the actual client work done, isn't there? Because yes, you, you have a deadline. and But also, that's you can that's sort of a tangible that's what's bringing you the money and you know that when you finish that piece of work you can send that invoice and you'll see it in your bank account but it's not like that is it with a blog post because whilst it does help your business grow and it does ultimately lead to you know healthier finances and yeah. money indirectly it's not that um instant gratification is it no so i guess that's that's a thing isn't it yeah
1: that's right yeah it's definitely a long-term game and you know even other forms of marketing sometimes have a bit more of that instant gratification than yeah. um than content marketing does um yeah. because you're right it compounds over time and sometimes the the results are not necessarily in sales right away or um or leads or inquiries it you have to look out for little signals along the way that are telling you that you 're on the right track and mm. unless you know what you 're looking for, then you might completely miss them mm. um, and I think that is key to having the motivation to keep going and to staying consistent and and um, and prioritizing it you know mm. above um, you know even above client work sometimes you know um, sometimes I think it's easier to do the stuff that uh, that is either, that has a deadline or um, sometimes I think writing content can be more difficult than doing client work and so that's, oh, definitely. you know, yeah. that, you know, it's another reason why you might decide yeah. to go for that client work because it's, it's yeah. easier. Um, and uh, even if it's not necessarily you know fast approaching deadline but you'd rather it's it's like it's like procrastinating around the house oh, when you're working at home isn't it it's like yeah. you'll do anything other than what you're supposed to be doing because mm. that's the hardest thing to do but yeah sometimes that hardest thing has the biggest payoff doesn't
0: it definitely and i guess when people are working with you they are held accountable in that sense, aren't they? Because there there will be deadlines and stuff. But I think um, we always talk about consistency and being consistent with producing content, which Mm -hmm. helps you build the momentum. But Mm -hmm. also, I mean, I, I have personally struggled with being consistent with producing blog content for myself. I could do it for other people, but (laughs) different for myself, but for some reason with the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, So I think this would be like episode 15, I think. And, it's the only thing that I've managed to be completely 100% consistent with it has gone out every single Friday mm-hmm. since the beginning of the year. And like I mentioned to you before, didn't I, that we are literally recording this and it is going to go out today because <laughs> I really don't want to let that, 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 that sort of consistency slip. Yeah. It does slip this once, then it'll start happening more often. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, it I suppose it's just about, um, what's the word you know being accountable to yourself as well setting yourself deadlines which Mm -hmm. I've I've never really done with blog content but with this I have in my Mm -hmm. mind I've sort of set myself this this deadline so yeah we all all need them don't we yeah
1: definitely and I think it's about finding the path of least resistance as well um because that was something that I was quite um focused on at the early stages of creating this new evolution of my business was trying to help clients find the way to make creating content as, as easy as possible. And for some people that is writing. um, But there may be, you know, there may be a way to break down the process of writing a blog post into smaller chunks so Mm -hmm. that it's not as daunting. You're not sitting down to a blank page and, you know, you're going to have to come up with something out of thin air. You know, Mm -hmm. there's things that you can do in the process of planning and, um, and researching the the blog content that kind of means that each step in the process is not that big of a chunk, but the other thing is, mm-hmm. you know, choosing to create the content in its raw form in a format that um, that is easiest for you. So, you know, for you, it's clearly audio <laughs> because you know, know talking to people. So, um, you know, if somebody finds it easier to either have a conversation with somebody or even just speak their thoughts into a dictaphone then that's the best way for them to create that content Mm. and even if they want the blog post to ultimate uh, be the ultimate result they can you know you can repurpose the the audio into the blog post you know via transcription and editing Mm. um, that you know, maybe a much quicker and easier process for them than sitting down to that blank page. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's about, you know, trying to n- not make it a chore and uh, the, like I say, the easier that you can make it for yourself, um, then the more likely you are to be consistent and the more mm-hmm. likely you are to get results. So, um, so yeah, I think the combination of finding the path of least resistance and uh finding some accountability Mm. is the key to getting it done definitely Um, yeah
0: and having the faith that in you know in the in the longer term it will get you results absolutely so i guess a big part of of what you do when you're working with clients is to help them get those results and make sure that they get sort of the the return on investment basically Mm -hmm. um so how do you because they produce the blog content that's right yeah themselves and then So what do you do then once they've handed over the, the content to you to actually help them get the best return on investment?
1: Yeah. yeah, so we do various things. So the first part of the process is to prepare the content for being published. So um, that involves optimising it for humans and also <laughs> optimising it for Google. Yeah. Um, so optimising it for humans is basically you know making sure that it's proofread, and that we've got uh, nice images to accompany it so that it's a visual experience, not just purely a wall of text. Um, doing the formatting so that it's laid out nicely on the page and it's easy to digest. Um, and also, then, once we've got all of that done, optimizing it at the back end to make sure that it ticks all the boxes that Google's looking for so that it ranks in search engines. So that's the first part of the process. And you know a lot of that sounds quite straightforward which it is but you know a lot of people don't necessarily have the time to follow that that process yeah. um and to make sure that all of those um all of those boxes are being ticked so mm-hmm. um by you know using a service like ours it means that they're being more methodical every single yeah. time mm-hmm. um then, the next part of the process, once the content is live, is to distribute it. so we have a promotion strategy that we follow so one of the first steps is to send out an email broadcast to their mailing list um, and that means that they're the audience that have subscribed to hear from them and you know it's the biggest strongest signal that they can give is the fact that they've subscribed onto their mailing list mm. and that they want to hear, um, what you have to say as a business. So they are the people who should get the content Definitely, first and foremost. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then the next step is then opening that up to your social media audience. So scheduling social media posts across your different platforms to make sure that, um, that your social media followers are seeing the content as well and making sure that it's going out at the optimum time of day and all that kind of stuff. Um, And then we also do a bit of syndication. So um, repurposing the content from its original source on your website onto other third-party content platforms. So one of the biggest ones is LinkedIn um, because I focus mostly on B2B companies, um, so LinkedIn is a primary uh, primary source of um, of readers for my clients. Um, mm. So we leave it a few days to allow Google to index the content um, on the website as the original source but then we syndicate it um, onto LinkedIn and put a link back to the original blog on the website. Um, we also do that for medium.com as well. And then we submit the link to various social bookmarking platforms as well. So some examples of those are StumbleUpon and Dig. Um, So that just allows your content to potentially reach a slightly wider audience Mm. because you're putting it in a place where people are browsing for content on a particular topic. So, Mm. you know, if you're on StumbleUpon, you can choose to stumble for business related um, content or, you know, whatever, whatever it happens to be um so it just means that more people can find your content um, yeah. and so that's it means that your core audience are finding it your your wider network are finding it and then and you know people that you don't even know could potentially find it um and i think if you can follow a process like that for every single blog post um then that's where over time you can really start to build momentum and see results and the important thing is to track the results as well because I think that's something else that a lot of people don't do um and uh you know look looking out for those little signals to you know to show you that you're on you're on the right path with it yeah
0: yeah because it's really interesting because how many of us probably produce a blog and then don't do half of the things that you (laughs) yeah exactly yeah and it's such a lot of effort isn't it it's time and it's brain power and so yeah you, you need to do everything that you possibly can don't you to get the best um yeah the best return on that that investment exactly that. yeah
1: you, you spend so much time and effort creating the content itself yeah. you know you put your heart and soul into it you create these amazing blog posts that are full of depth and detail and that are really going to resonate with your target customers your target Mm -hmm. audience um but then to not go to the full extent that you can to distribute that content kind of means that you're you're Mm. losing out really you're you're not giving the content its full potential um and uh you know and even going beyond that looking at repurposing and things as well that's not something that we um provide as a service but it's you know another amazing opportunity to maximize the legs of your content and really um, really get the best return on investment that you can. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, in a lot of ways, I mean, we've talked about consistency, but actually I think in these days, less is more with content because, you know, you could focus on creating a really good high quality piece of content and then focus on the distribution and the repurposing and that will actually get you better results than if you'd produced four or five mediocre pieces of content. So, you know, in a lot of ways this, um, you know, spending your time on these sorts of processes um, is more, is more worthwhile.
0: So kind of quality rather than quantity. Really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's really interesting. Thank you so much, Eva. I think that's just, yeah, it just really reminds you, doesn't it? Of, of you know, what's involved in the whole process mm-hmm. and really the, the potential that you know you have with a blog, really.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So thank you so much. You're How can people welcome. um get in touch with you or um connect with you on social media?
1: Um yeah, so my uh social media handles are contentboostuk um across pretty much all the platforms, I think. <laughs> and um they can also check out my website at contentboost.co.uk
0: brilliant and I highly recommend anyone to look at um Eva's website because I've actually used it as um like little case studies in the past for workshops where I'm talking about (laughs) how people should like structure their website and for content and everything because it's such a user-friendly website and you've got a sort of learning hub haven't you and Mm -hmm. yeah so you really show how you help solve people's problems and answer their questions so yeah fantastic thanks Thanks so much, Eva. No worries. Thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.